to this week's edition of Style and Empowerment Chat with Laura and Friends. So yesterday was Women's History, International Women's Day, and uh, March, of course, kicks off Women's History Month. 
and Black Music Month as well. So I want to just start off this week's show uh, talking about some many amazing, uh, empowering women who have made a difference in in our lives, who I, you know, I admire, and uh, also talk about some uh, female uh, inventors that you may not have known um, have invented and some things we use every day. So all throughout the month, we're going to be spotlighting uh, different categories of amazing women and their accomplishments. So I, off the top, I, I want to pay acknowledgement uh, to uh, Michelle Obama, uh, amazing first lady, um, philanthropist, author, fashionista, just inspiring women to be bold and, and, and go after their dreams and that education and beauty and fitness and self-confidence don't have to be exclusive when uh, that we can be all all things. And of course, uh, Supreme Court Justice uh, Ruth Gator Ginsburg, who was uh, uh, throughout her uh, career as a, a lawyer and Supreme Court judge was uh, activists for women's rights, uh, equal justice, racial equality, and, and stood behind many positive uh, legislation um, in our country. Um, then uh, another uh, woman of mention, uh, Beyonce, uh, mogul, entertainer, songwriter, mother, you know, for pursuing our brands and businesses, many of us are wearing many hats. Um, I, I want to shout out all, just all the amazing women uh, that I know, models, actresses, entrepreneurs who are out there uh, doing uh, their thing. Uh, let's see, Selma Hayek and America Ferreira, who uh, play crucial roles in the Me Too movement and uh, starting the uh, movement to hold uh, the Hollywood community um, and, uh, and the Hollywood business accountable for uh, the environment on sets and and how actors are treated and and their safety um, Reese Witherspoon, um, who, who uh, moved from being a childhood actress to a film and TV show producer and mogul. Of course, Oprah Winfrey, who is a blueprint for uh, you know many of us in, in journalism. Uh, she personifies not seeing yourself in a box or with limitations. And she has not only become a TV host, uh, she's become a business mogul, film producer, actress, you know, um, a movie, uh, movie producer, magazine um, a producer, TV network owner, uh, so many hats, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, so many exciting uh, things happening for women in, in sports and in business and um, entertainment and moguls, and, you know, we are not where we, we need to be in so far as equality under the law um, and eliminating a lot of misogyny from our uh, from our society 
uh, we're, we're, we're making making moves and you know for all, all the little girls listening and, and teenagers or women out, out there we I, I appreciate you I value you and I encourage you not to let anyone else define your potential or your self-worth or whether or not you should pursue something you know everybody is worthy of success of happiness being treated with respect and kindness and being able to decide the direction of their life and you know so many amazing uh, uh, inspiring women out there as we celebrate Women's History Month. So let's take a minute and spotlight some uh, female inventors. So the life raft was invented uh, by Murray E. Beasley uh, in the 1870s. Uh, she had designed the life draft with hand guardrails to help keep people inside during emergencies uh, when they had to abandon ship. Uh, Beasley patented her first life raft design in 1880 in both the United States and Great Britain and received a second U.S. patent for an updated version of the raft in 1882. So in addition to inventing the life raft, she also invented a foot warmer, a steam generated, and a barrel hooping machine receiving a total of 15 US patents and at least two in Great Britain during her life. And now, you know, whenever you go over to your friends and you need an extra place to stay, well, what do you sleep on? The fold-out bed. So in 1885, Chicago inventor and furniture store owner Sarah E. Good received a patent for her cabinet bed. The new piece of furniture was a desk that folded out into a bed, allowing the user to save space in a tiny apartment. So, Good's invention predated the 20th, 20th century pull-down Murphy beds and pull-out sofas. With her cabinet bed, Good, who was born into slavery and won her freedom after the Civil War, became one of the first black women to patent an invention with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Now, you know, who can survive nowadays without a dishwasher? While Josephine G. Cochran was a wealthy socialite in Illinois when she got the idea to invent a dishwasher. She employed uh, her servants to perform housework in her mansion, but started washing her fine china herself when she discovered uh, one of uh, her staff had accidentally chipped the china. Cochran found her brief exposure to housework unpleasant and evolved to build a machine that could wash the dishes for her. The result was the first commercially successful dishwasher, which Cochran patented in 1886. 
Uh, previous attempts at dishwashers had been uh, used, but Cochrane's design was more effective because it used water pressure to clean the dishes. With her patent secure, she founded Cochrane's Crescent Washing Machine Company because the machine was too expensive for most households. Cochrane sold most of her dishwashers to hotels and restaurants. Now, who can survive in the winter uh, without a car heater? Well, you can thank Margaret A. Wilcox, who was the first person to patent an automobile heater. Uh, her design in 1893 used heat from the car's engines to keep drivers and passengers warm during trips. Later, engineers improved upon the idea by making the heat easier to regulate. Wilcox's other inventions include uh, a combined clothes and dishwasher, uh, but that idea didn't quite catch on as well as the car heater. And uh, of course, um, Bessie Virginia Blount, also known as Bessie Blount Griven, was an American nurse, physical therapist, and inventor, and handwriting expert, and she was possibly the first black woman to train at Scotland Yard's document division. In the 1940s, she also worked with World War II veterans in New York City's Bronx Hospital, where she taught veterans with amputations to read and write with their teeth and feet. It was during this work that Bount invented a device that her patients could use to feed themselves. Blount's invention involved a tube that delivered food to a person's mouth, whether he or she <coughs> bit down on it. She patented part of the design in 1948, then gifted the rights to the invention over to the French government in 1951 on the advice of religious um, leader. Her invention paved the way for modern feeding tubes, which can be inserted into a person's nose or stomach if the user can't ingest food orally. After patenting the feeding tube, Blount continued to invent and went on to become a forensic handwriting analyst. Uh, so uh, then, of course, all of us, many of us depend on a, a home security system. Well, right, the, uh, the home security system was invented by a woman as well. So Marie Van Britten Brown was a black nurse and inventor in New York City who together with her husband, Albert Brown, patented the first home security system in 1969. Brown got the idea for the security system because she and her husband worked long hours and as electronic te technicians, and she often found herself coming home to their apartment and being by herself late at night. The system that Brown invented involved a sliding camera that could capture images through four different uh, peepholes in her door, TV, monitors, kind of like uh, today's closed circuit TV, um, and display camera images and two-way microphones that allowed her to talk with anyone outside her door. There was also a remote to unlock the door from a distance and a button to alert police or security. The system paved the way for modern security systems and has been cited in at least 32 patent applications that came after it. 
And I, I mean, you know, I, this really excited me. Uh, so, so much of the medicine and treatments that uh, that uh, cure diseases come from stem cells. You know, regenerating cells to heal other cells that are causing illness. Well. Uh, while working in Palo Alto in 1991, Asian American scientist and uh, I think it's pronounced Tsukamoto was part of the team that patented the first method of isolating blood forming stem cells in 1991. She holds a total of 12 U.S. patents for her stem cell research, which has helped with the development of cancer treatments. So we celebrate all the amazing inventors uh, who have uh, made our, our, our lives better in, in healthcare, in, in daily home, uh, driving our cars, uh, all the amazing women out there, out there uh, fixing and solving problems and, and making our lives better. So uh, we celebrate all women, celebrate all the amazing women in your life. Uh, and we're going to take a musical break. When we come back, we're going to um, talk some music news, Sam Smith's and a little bit of a, a legal, legal hot water uh, and some other headlines. So keep it locked into Style and Empowerment Chat with Lauren Friends and we'll be back after this. takes to fool this down I'll do it till the sun goes down and all through the night time oh yeah oh yeah I'll tell you what you wanna hear keep my sunglasses on while I shed a tear it's never the right time yeah
Travel Glory and friends. Hope you're out there getting your girl power vibes out there. And if you're a man, you're out there celebrating all the amazing women uh, in your life. So I'm uh, moving on to some music news. So Sam Smith and Normani are in a little bit of hot water. So uh, they are being sued for alleged plagiarism for their big hit, Dancing with a Stranger for copyright infringement. So the new lawsuit alleges that Dancing with a Stranger plagiarized elements of Jordan Vincent's 2017 song, Dancing with Strangers. 
<laughs> even the even the title's really close. So alleging that both songs have the same chorus and identical melody. This uh, and also uh, Jordan is citing that the music videos for both songs were very similar. I don't know. I mean, I'm not well versed in, in copyright, but I, I don't know how that also affects music videos. If you do a music video that's almost identical to somebody else's, uh, and there's so many elements that you know are a creative property from a costume design to choreography uh, to style uh, but then it's a fine line you know how how you pinpoint that down so this lawsuit marks the second time sam smith has faced a high profile allegation of copyright infringement in 2015 news broke that sam smith had settled a lawsuit with rock star and songwriter tom petty uh, over melodic similarities between smith's 2014 hit song stay with me and Tom Petty's big hit, I Won't Back Down. Uh, so if you, I didn't even think of that when, when I heard Stay With Me. But the funny thing is I, I always thought that the melody seemed a little familiar, but I couldn't pinpoint um, it in my memory, like what it sounded like. But as soon as I read this and it referenced Tom Smith's a song, I Won't Back Down in my head, I'm playing both. I'm like, yeah, they're really similar. Petty uh, won his lawsuit and was listed as a co-writer on Stay With Me and also received a percentage of its royalties. So, you know, the thing is, um, if you're going to do a cover, that's one thing, um, but you cite who the original inspiration was. But if you're going to take a slice of somebody else's work and spin it around and try and say that it's yours, you have to credit the person that you, you took it from. And I, I believe in current copyright law that if you take more than 10 seconds of a part of a song, whether it's music or uh, vocal arrangements, that technically then you have to pay copyright fees uh it's one thing if you were inspired by a particular sound and you kind of rework it uh but if you're actually taking the same chord progression some of the same words uh, vocal arrangements and yeah yeah you have to credit where you you took it from so I, I would think after that experience that, uh, I mean, I don't know if Sam Smith actually writes his own materials. I love his music and he's a great vocalist. But, you know, the thing is, if you're going to uh, pull from, from other artists, you have to not only credit them, but pay them, you know, a percentage uh, and recognize them for the contribution to the song. Oftentimes, I think 
that um, when artists try and pull samples from artists' work from, say, several years ago, they think, oh, well, they're not going to notice that, you know, they're just going to be asleep and not notice. But especially if it becomes a really big hit, like artists, even if they're not at the top of the charts, they pay people in their camp to just to listen to all the music that's out there to see if anybody's using their stuff and not crediting them. So, you know, save yourself the hardship. There's plenty of pie for everybody. Just, you know, conduct your business right and and give give the recognition and percentage to the person you, t- you took some of the song from, you know? It's not that hard. <laughs> Uh, so now of course everybody loved the Super Bowl it was so iconic the halftime show and amazing Um, well after an increase in streams uh, following the Super Bowl the Recording Industry Association of America which is for those of you not here in the states that is the organization that determines um, the ranking of musical hits uh, what is certified as gold and platinum, how many copies have been sold, um, and a lot of that also factors into royalties and, and, and whatnot. So the Recording uh, Industry Association of America just announced that Eminem is now um, the number one awarded musician for most singles sold in the history uh, of of the organization keeping track of the stats and one of only seven artists in any genre with three or more diamond albums. Uh, Eminem has now sold 227,500,000 singles worldwide, uh, which is just amazing. And, and, uh, an amazing accomplishment. Uh, yeah. So just so you know, um, go, a gold album is that means you've sold five hundred thousand copies. A platinum album or single means that it has sold one million copies, and diamond means that you've gone platinum twice. So you've sold at least two million uh, copies of the particular song or album. So that means he has surpassed Elvis, Beyonce, um, Elton John, Enrique Iglesias, uh, Pink, all all these major powerhouse uh, artists. And the crazy thing is, um, you know, he hasn't been on the charts every single minute, right? He, he's uh, t- taken some some time off, some lulls in between albums. He's not all over MTV like he used to be all over, you know, the uh, place. But he is consistently uh, selling. I mean, I can't, I can't even imagine 227 million singles. So 
pants off uh, to Eminem. Uh, I think it would be really cool to to see if um, you know Eminem and Dr. Dre did another album together. That would be pretty cool. And of course, Snoop Dogg just uh, we uh, were discussing about two weeks ago or so. He had just acquired uh, Death Row Records, so he now has acquired all of the masters of uh, the Death Row artists, including his own catalog. Uh, and uh, apparently him and Diddy are, have been rumored in talks uh, that they're going to combine their their record labels. But I don't know exactly how that will work because uh, Bad Boy definitely has its own like cultural niche and style. But it is really interesting because, of course, going back in the 90s, there was the whole East Coast, West Coast, and battling record labels, and which uh, unfortunately evolved into uh, the assassination of Biggie Smalls and Tupac, and just everybody beefing with one another. Uh, and <clears throat> that whole situation just really got out of hand uh, so it is an interesting turn of events now that years later that uh, these two artists and moguls are now talking about uh, doing ventures together so it'll be interesting and that definitely would be a monumental moment for hip hop uh, so we're going to take another musical break um, when we come back we're going to talk about latest updates with the evolving situation in the Ukraine and later on in today's show, I'm excited to welcome an interview, uh, catch up with my good friend, uh, Smiley Jones, CEO of Burning Guitars Clothing, uh, just stylist to the stars, entrepreneur. So we're going to talk all about how uh, they grew their brand uh, just from uh, being designers in Philly to an international brand and addressing all, uh, all these celebrities and uh, just traveling all over the world. So keep it locked in to Style and Empowerment Chat with Lauren Friends Radio, and we'll be right back after this. Life of understanding. 
We were dancing, you were laughing, I was crying, we were dancing, we were dying, sometimes I don't know how we walked away. If I'm honest, what I liked were the things we didn't know, every morning, every night, I'd be beating down your door, just to tell you what I'm thinking, but you already know, screw this, I don't wanna let it go, so can we pretend That I'm 22 today, dancing on the tables with you. Oh, yeah. Can we pretend that we all end up okay? I just wanna forget with you. Oh, yeah. Can we pretend that we won't like the president? Can we pretend that I really like your shoes? Hell yeah. Can we pretend? Oh, let's make believe, can we? 
<laughs> Honestly. <laughs> and welcome back to Style and Empowerment Chat with Laura and Friends. Uh, so uh, let's uh, take a moment uh, to uh, discuss an update about what's been going on in the Ukraine this uh, past week and uh, how we can help. So uh, President Putin uh, this week inhumanely decided well, last week, actually, to invade the Ukraine and overthrow the government. The many world leaders are outraged as citizens um, and have suggested creating sanctions and no-fly zones over Russia. And President Putin has uh, responded by threatening nuclear attacks on any country who uh, creates a no-fly zone over Russia. Uh, which could cause World War Three, and the Ukraine did absolutely nothing and is just over here, you know, living their lives, and the U.S. is just over here living their lives, and Poland and all these other countries who are nearby or surrounding are just over there living their lives, and Putin decides he just wants to blow up the world and and invade countries that he doesn't rule over, um, and then is threatening anyone who who stands up. Uh, so Poland has uh, donated so far uh, military jets and um, uh, supplies uh, to the Ukraine. And many charities are sending food and resources. Uh, several corporations around the world are also responding in solidarity with uh, the Ukraine by removing their businesses from Russia. Uh, Pepsi, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, and Starbucks have announced that they are temporarily st stopping uh, the sale of their products and closing their business locations in Russia in solidarity and support of the Ukraine and, and the uh, just human rights violations that, that are taking place. Uh, McDonald's said it will close 850 of its restaurants but will continue to pay the 62,000 people who work for McDonald's in Russia and uh, McDonald's actually uh, is nine percent um, of of the employment in Russia? Uh, the Kuwait-based uh, Al—I think it's pronounced Al Shaya Group, which operates at least a hundred Starbucks cafes in Russia, will provide support to the two thousand Starbucks employees in Russia. Coca-Cola is donating money to support the Red Cross uh, in the Ukraine and to support refugees in neighboring countries. Uh, and, you know, people are just leaving, leaving the Ukraine and the reports are saying that all the highways, it's just like 20 miles of, of, uh, traffic jam of, of uh, elderly and children who are trying to leave the Ukraine as, uh, President Putin has been bombing and sending, uh, troops, uh, to the Ukraine just for no real valid reason. 
Um, and now there are many uh, major tech <laughs> firms like Apple, Microsoft, Samsung, uh, Visa, and PayPal. Uh, and Netflix all have cut ties with Russia over its invasion of the Ukraine. Uh, now, of course, when when you see uh, these uh, inhumane uh, actions happening around the world, not only is it very upsetting, and, and you can feel anxiety and fear of the future, but also empathy for the people who are being uprooted from their homes and their lives, and you want to help, and often you can just feel powerless saying, hey, I'm over here on the other side of the world, what can I do to help? Well, there are many ways that you can help. First of all, is using your social media uh, in a positive way to to uh, bring awareness to what's going on. Uh, if you have family there or friends who have family there, just to, in any way you can, just uh, putting yourself out there as a sense of support. If you want to donate, um, there's many charities uh, that are already mobilizing internationally to bring resources to the Ukraine, uh, to refugees. Um, so some of the uh, charities that are out there that you can donate to and get uh, get involved with Mercy Chefs, which is based out of Virginia here in the United States, is supplying food uh, to the Ukraine refugees right on the front lines. Uh, so you can look them on up online. And of course, uh, the Red Cross is supplying medicine and blankets and housing uh, for uh, the Ukrainian citizens. So if you want to donate or also see how you can get involved on the front lines, you can go to redcross.org or uh, call 1-800-HELP. Also, UNICEF, which uh, has been a long-standing uh, international organization that comes to the aid of women and children in many underpoverished uh, countries and uh, war zones, is on the front lines delivering water and blankets and medicine and pop-up refugee housing uh, to uh, the people in the Ukraine and surrounding borders. So you can visit UNICEF's website, which is UNICEF, that's spelled U-N-I-C-E-F, U-S-A dot org. And there'll be links there where you can donate or get involved. And, and there are really a, a lot of charities here in the U.S. Uh, that are mobilizing uh, to bring resources and uh, and bring help uh, to the Ukrainian citizens. And, and many in the past week, many celebrities of Ukrainian descent 
um, like Malcolm uh, Chernikovsky from Dancing with the Stars and uh, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher's wife. Of course, they just started a, um, a GoFundMe account. Uh, there are many, many celebrities who are also out there using their platform to create uh, a place for donations and resources and, and many uh, uh, People are already f trying to fly over there uh, just to give help and, and support. Um, you know, it's perilous times right now, um, but the important thing is as much as we can to try and stay, stay calm and analytical and think about uh, how can we help and also treating each other with kindness and just you know praying that that things don't take take a, an even worse turn and of course uh this also can uh, potentially affect uh the gas supply here in the united states um uh, president biden had said this week that he's not uh, he's closing access to uh, uh, the gasoline in Russia and that pipeline. And he, uh, of course, with inflation and everything that's been going on here in the States, the gas prices have just been surging. And in his State of the Union address this past week, he uh, you know, warned um, purveyors not to use the situation with the Ukraine to just outlandishly raise the gas prices and that he would be be monitoring uh, that so you know we just send out uh, just prayers and and support and I urge you to visit these sites and give whatever you can even if it's just donating things or donating your time and we just pray for peace and, and you know harmony and our thoughts and prayers go out to all the Ukrainian people and we just hope that things uh, resolve in, in as peaceful uh, a way as possible you know there's so much already going on in this world to be worried and concerned about and things that we're, we're trying to fix here in the United States and you know but every day is another day to make a difference and 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 just be kind to each other and now more than ever we must lean on each other and we're all anxious we're all scared we're all worried so you know let's process those those, uh, those emotions in a positive way and try as much as we can not to lash out at each other or harm each other or to be aggressive with one another and just help each other work through our feelings and and keep one another calm and a sense of feeling supported and you know some of you just gotta breathe <laughs> so just take a breath and sometimes just sit still and think of something happy and calming and it might just be for a minute but sometimes that minute of peace can carry you through through your day
So uh, we're going to take another musical break. And when we come back, we'll uh, be welcoming to the show international fashion designer and entrepreneur, musical artist, record executive, Smiley Jones of Burning Guitars Clothing. Who run the world? 
Was not a thing. You look him in the eye and say, I know I'm not a guy, but see, there's power in my losses and there's power in my wins. Independent woman looking shower in your bins. They call me Coco, but I'm mad, you can't be powder in my skin. And you don't need to spend another hour in the gym. You know, I'm blinded by his race, but when you found me, I was dim. We'll be counting down the years, yeah, I'm about this. All them dirty secrets that we share, I'll clear the browsers. We the type to build on our careers and share the houses. You can be a woman and a boss and wear the trousers at the same time. I ain't never letting go. letting go But as long as I'm alive Then I'll be sponsoring your pride You know there's power in the couple Let me compliment your vibe, girl
know everybody out there struggling with nothing. Having hard times, you know. Smiling times, smiling times. I can feel God all around me. My life seems so strange. The devil's trying to clown me. That's why I'm switching lanes, switching lanes, switching lanes. Can't be like you the same, switching lanes, switching lanes. Cause the only thing will is change. I know I got bills to pay, but I think I'm going out today. I'll be robbing from Peter just to pay Paul. Baby, I've seen it all. I've got honest things to do, but I'm turning up at a party. When I should be praying to you, but the devil almost caught me. Damn. It seems I'm out my mind. It seems I'm wasting time. Every day, every day. Hanging with fakes, making mistakes. Every day, every day. And I give and they take. I can feel God all around me My life seems so strange Devil's trying to clown me That's why I'm switching lanes Switching lanes Switching lanes Can't be like you the same Switching lanes Switching lanes Cause the only thing real is change What to do and who to be Then God said just be me I think it's time I go inside It's time I swallow my pride It's time I change my ways And no more going astray Every day, every day No more going astray Trying to clown me. That's why I'm switching lanes. Switching lanes. Switching lanes. Can't be like you the same. Switching lanes. Switching Cause the only thing real is change. Angel on my left side. Angel on my right side. I can feel God all around me. Angel on my left side. Angel on my right side. I can feel God all around me. Even in the hard times, still gonna praise God. I can feel God all around me Even in a hard time, still gonna praise God I, I, I can feel God all around me
life seems so strange Devil's trying to clown me That's why I'm switching lanes Switching lanes Switching lanes Can't be like you the same Switching lanes And welcome back to Style and Empowerment Chat with Lauren Friends Radio. Uh, so that was uh, one of the songs from uh, our guest this week, Smiley Jones, Switching Lanes. Uh, he's going to be calling in in a little bit. So uh, I want to continue to talk about some more amazing women. So, you know, we I talked about some fantastic, impactful women inventors. But now let's talk about some of the most famous and successful female entrepreneurs women who are about the power moves getting that bag and uh, breaking down uh, doors as we celebrate uh, women and uh, their their influence and their strength and their power so first we have Sofia Vergara, who of course rose to fame on the sitcom Modern Family. Uh, Sofia Vergara is worth thirty-seven million dollars, as well as being a talented actress and model, and having gained many endorsements over the years with companies like CoverGirl, uh, Head and Shoulders, and Diet Pepsi. Vergara is also a successful female entrepreneur. She co-founded Latin World Entertainment, a talent management and entertainment marketing firm, which last year ranked uh, raked in a whopping $37 million through her various endeavors. Uh, amazing journalist and entrepreneur Ariana Huffington, uh, who is her net worth is fifty million dollars. She was the founder of the Huffington Post, and even after selling the company to AOL for three hundred and fifteen million dollars, remains a big part in the daily operation of the Huffington Post. She's also an accomplished author and the principal uh, behind her book. Thrive, the third metric to success, is now featured in the header of the website. Ariana Huffington's estimated net worth is around $50 million. Uh, Debbie Fields, uh, of course, she is uh, the woman behind Mrs. Fields' cookies. Where would our lives be without all those tasty treats? <laughs> so in 1977, Debbie Fields founded Miss Fields Bakery, and now one of the largest retailers of fresh cookies in the U.S. She, the, since founding the business, Debbie has managed to expand it into 11 different countries with around 650 bakeries in the United States and 80 others in countries around the world. Her net worth is uh, $65 million. See, so, you know, those chocolate chip cookies could take you pretty far. Uh, Susan was sicky. Uh, her net worth is $350 million. She was born in California and studied history and literature at Harvard University. Google was founded by Larry Page 
and Sergey Brin in Susan's garage back in 1998. And Susan went on to become Google's first marketing manager a year later. Since handling Google's takeover of YouTube, Susan has become the CEO of YouTube. Uh, so moving in the world of media and entertainment and business and finance. Uh, so then we have in Indra Noyi, who was born on the 20th of October in 1955 and is an American business executive. She is currently employed by Pepsi as the CEO. She joined the company in 1994, becoming the CFO in 2001 and the chief executive officer in 2006. Last year, Indra was ranked as the 13th most powerful woman in the world, according to Forbes magazine. Indra's salary from Pepsi is around $28.6 million, and her overall net worth is $144 million, making her one of the most famous female entrepreneurs in the world and the most powerful managing a global brand. And of course, Pepsi not only sells sodas, it sells many snack products and endorsement deals with celebrities and athletes and factories and dispensaries all over the world. Of course, uh, now we were uh, also talking about Beyonce earlier, but let's just kind of break down some of Beyonce's stats. So Beyonce on her own, not even with her joint assets with Jay-Z, but Beyonce just as an entrepreneur herself, is worth $450 million. Did you know that Beyonce and Jay-Z's combined net worth is over a billion dollars? I don't know even how you begin to count that. (laughs) But uh, out of that billion dollar net worth, uh, her $450 million uh, assets is divided in in many uh, lanes of entrepreneurship. Uh, She has received, of course, many awards and accolades uh but she is also an entrepreneur uh she has her clothing line ivy park uh and she uh, has many uh products that she endorses and a film she's produced and uh various ventures uh that she continues just to break the mold and expectations of what women can accomplish. And now we have Cheryl Sandenberg, who is worth $1 billion. So she is an American technology executive, author, and activist. She's currently the COO of Facebook. She also is a board member for the Walt Disney Company, which, of course, is the parent company for Channel 6 ABC and many other networks. Uh, And she also um, is part of the Women for Women International Organization and Center for Global Development. 
She was listed in the top 100 most influential people in the world back in 2012 by Time Magazine. And now she has a net worth of $1 billion. Uh, she has been described as one of the most successful and famous female entrepreneurs in the world. These women are so amazing, um, not only for their accomplishments, but also uh, many times, um, you know, misogynist men will try and, you know, caricature women as not being tech savvy or having scientific uh, minds and capabilities um, and not being, uh, you know, good at problem solving, uh, quote, emotional and all this other malarkey. You know, these women are exemplifying, you know, not only succeeding but thriving and breaking down doors uh, in the worlds of science and finance and global business uh, and just so inspiring for all people but especially you know fellow uh, entrepreneurs and creatives and and women who are trying to make a mark in the world in their their own way so then of course we have Sarah Blakely who is also worth one billion dollars Sarah Blakely is the founder of Spanx you know a good foundation garment is a girl's best friend uh, so Spanx is a multi-million dollar company uh, as, which uh, has in recent years moved uh, beyond just creating foundation garments but also clothing as well Blakely did not have that much money to invest when she first founded Spanx. It really is a true example of why she's one of the most famous female entrepreneurs. Her idea was rejected numerous times from potential investors. So here's an example. We talk about this all the time. It's not about who says no it's about who says yes to you and sees your vision and what you do with that yes many people are going to say no or or not get it not 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 see where you're going in your creativity but that doesn't mean that your ideas aren't valid and worthwhile you just have to refine and tweak and re reapproach and continue to believe in yourself you know I've, it took sarah a lot of really hard work um to get her company off the ground and in the initial marketing of her brand, it was actually Oprah who played a key pivotal component in launching um, Spanx as an influential and profitable brand when Oprah featured uh, Sarah Blakely and Spanx years ago on one of her uh, episodes of Oprah's Favorite Things um, and it drove awareness of her brand and the sales of, of the products. So now years later, Spanx uh, is worth $1 billion and there are actually Spanx retail stores. So it, it, it evolved from just the product that she uh, created uh, to her selling it, you know, online and sourcing to now becoming a, a retail chain. Um, and just really quite a, a inspiring uh, story. 
Uh, and then we have Wang Lechon, uh, who is worth $1.5 billion. Uh, so Wang Lechon is the chairman of LuxShare, which is a Chinese electronics manufacturer that supplies Apple much of its parts. Uh, when first breaking the boundary of becoming a billionaire, she was stated as one of the world's youngest self-made female billionaires. Wang uh, brought the company with her brother in 2004, so it's a family affair. And now her estimated net worth is roughly $1.5 billion. And then we also have Sharewag. Her net worth is $1.6 billion. It's so exciting and inspiring to just see all these amazing uh, female business entrepreneurs and executives. Uh, so she has made her mark and is famous uh, for mobile technology. As she was born in 1958 and went on to receive a degree in economics from the University of California in 1981. It was only a year after that that she joined the company First International Computer. And after co-founding uh, VIA in 1987, she went on to co-found HTC in 1997. Having a net worth of $1.6 billion, not too shabby, she has been featured on the Forbes World Billionaire list in 2010, 11, and 2012. She was even featured on the list of the world's most powerful women in 2012. She's definitely one of the most successful female entrepreneurs, and now she's uh, right on the cutting edge competing in the mobile tech uh, lane with many of the electronic um, big juggernaut companies like Apple, Sony, and Samsung. Now, uh, not to be outdone, but now we have uh, Denise Coates, who's worth $2.5 billion. And she is the founder of Bet365, which is an English-based online gambling company. Uh, Denise purchased uh, the domain back in January of 2000 and spent a whole year building the site before launching it to the public. Uh, with a uh, worth of 15 million uh, pounds of loan from the Royal Bank of Scotland, she was up and running. Since then, it's become one of the largest online gambling sites in the world. And actually, you know, during COVID, many of these casinos and entertainment companies um, relied on the virtual um, you know, end of things to keep their companies going. And then we have Flora Shuno Alajak, who is also worth 200, I'm sorry, $2.5 billion. And she is the richest female entrepreneur in Nigeria. So she may not be as well known as some of the other ladies on the list, but uh, she's also been profiled by um, uh, many uh, news outlets, and her net worth is $2.5 billion. Her first company was a tailoring company called Supreme Stitches, uh, which she founded after having two previous jobs, um, one at Sujad Enterprises in Nigeria and the other at the First National Bank. 
Bank of Chicago. After she started Supreme Stitches, um, and it started to become very successful, a few years down the line, she looked into various other industries for investments, which in her case were the oil industry and the printing industry. So later that year, she was named Forbes 96th Most Powerful Woman in the World. Uh, so, of course, a uh, lesson we can take um, uh, from her is about diversifying your income and uh, having what they call passive income, where you're investing in various things and your money is growing and, and working for you. And uh, like they say, work harder, uh, work smarter not harder uh, then we have the richest woman in the world Gina Reinhardt who is worth 11.7 billion uh, the Australian billionaire is the richest person in Australia and the sixth richest woman in the world with a personal fortune of 11.7 billion she is the chairman of Hancock Prospecting Group, a mining company which, to put things into perspective, produces 30 million tons of iron ore per year. That's a lot of iron. Uh, Reinhardt became chairman of the company when her father passed away in 1992 and since then has become one of the richest female entrepreneurs in the world. And uh, so there's so many uh, women out there, uh, to, uh, entrepreneurs and, you know, just really um, being bold in their path. Uh, so a, a lot of great women to take inspiration from uh, for you to pursue your own dreams and, and aspirations and uh, on entrepreneurship. So uh, we're excited throughout the month just to continue to bring uh, you various profiles of female excellence. So we're going to take another musical break and we'll be right back after this. Come so close, I could feel you 
like a diamond Shine bright like a diamond
future like it's gonna make you happy Save you from reality, yeah, yeah Imagining the worst like it's gonna end so badly
Exotic lady, I catch a holla at ya. Call me the chiropractor, working like Muay Thai class, get press fire out ya. And of course, I've been the boss's back when rockin' D-boy, feel I've a law in a 190 black bins. Now they shut down the stores and I'm shopping. Used to be shrink, face covered in stock, and I'm down. Shane Gleeman switching lanes to see and hate him or love him for the same reason. Can't leave it, the game needs him. Plus the people need someone to believe in. So in God, some will trust, cause they know I'm a Your soldiers in half, silverback ape, nickel plated, young, rich, and flashy, young. I'm nasty on black clothes till ice lay on me so classy. And every time I close my lids, I can still see the barrel, I can still see the bridge, can still see the dreams that my they never lived to see. Tell them angels open the door for me. From this and moving, the chilling and wine cellars, and humidors. That's what I call mature, that's what I call a G, that's what I call a pimp, that's what I call a gangster to the fullest. fullest, fullest. I'm trying to make more cream by every September 14th. That's my dream, so I can be more clean. As I grow yearly, I can see things more clearly. That's why they fear me. Shane Gleeman switching lanes to see and hate him or love him for the same reason. Can't leave it, the game needs him. Plus the people need someone to believe in. So when God, some will trust, cause they know I'm gonna give them what they want. Going to stores and buying it. First, I lay in just riding with it. But Newsweek articles startled big wigs. They said, Nas, why is you trying it? My lawyers only see the billboard charts as winning, forgetting. Now's the only true rebel since the beginning. Still in musical prison and jail for the flow. Try telling Bob Dylan, Bruce, or Billy Joe, they can't sing what's in their soul. So entitled it is, I never changed nothing. But people remember this if Nas can't say it. Think about these talented kids with new ideas being told. But they can't and can't spit, I can't sit and watch it. I'ma drop it, like it or not You ain't got a cop it, I'm a hustler in the studio Come to Don Julio, no matter what the CD call I'm unbeatable, y'all, let's go Yeah, yeah Nice Hello to
It's never enough, and though it's been tough for you, was in touch, but I have summer has its end sometimes, and although I can't promise you much, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. Somewhere 
Shop floor and friends. Well, I apologize to the listeners. Um, Smiley's been detained with some things he had to take care of, so we're gonna reschedule that interview for another time. But uh, for our film loving, glam loving uh, listeners out there, we have new developments in the Oscars. So excited! We finally know who the Oscar hosts are gonna be: comedian Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and Regina Hall. So I'm really uh, intrigued uh, to see how their uh, chemistry is gonna be and the uh, angle they take on um, hosting. Of course, these are three powerhouse women in comedy and film. Uh, so, uh, the Academy just announced its list, some of its list distinguished presenters. So, some of the lineup of presenters that um, will be at this year's Academy Awards uh, Academy Award winning uh, costume designer Ruth E. Carter. 
Anthony Hopkins, who of course has been, won several Academy Awards and been nominated for numerous Oscars. Lily James, John Leguizamo, uh, Rami Malek, who of course won an Oscar for Best Actor for Bohemian Rhapsody, mm. and Uma Thurman. So of course the Oscars take place on uh, March 27th. Uh, here in Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Film Society is resuming its annual uh, Oscar viewing party black tie event so I'm so excited uh, to attend this year I already uh, have my gown and, and, and uh, getting all my glam look together so it should be a fabulous evening we have lots of concerts and activities finally coming back uh, to the city and we have some exciting events we're going to be covering uh, later on in april so i uh, as we uh, close out today's show i hope that you feel inspired and motivated know that your voice uh, matters your opinions matter your dreams matter your goals matter uh and to surround yourself with positive people and don't doubt yourself or your potential so many uh, possibilities if you just believe in yourself and take the first step which is trying uh, so many amazing women out there doing fantastic and inspiring things and not everything has to be a big and bold accomplishment even sometimes of getting up in a day we're depressed you know going to work helping somebody opening a door uh figuring out something for the first time that you didn't know how to do let's also celebrate our, our little accomplishments uh because it is all tied into our personal power and worth i celebrate you today i hope you have an amazing and empowered day Follow me on social media at the Laura Mazurk on Instagram and like and follow the Donald Empowerment Chat with Laura and Friends Facebook page. We have great guests coming up this month. I hope you have a fantastic day and we will be back, back next week. Mm-hmm.